He is a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word. He's a three-time NCAA champion. And as of about this time last week, I think it was, the floor at the building that bears his mentor's name, the late, great Dean Smith, is now called Roy Williams Court. Coach Roy Williams, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm fine, David. Hope you're having a good day. We're doing great. I've always wondered, when you win a national title, or let's say Kay wins over at Duke, or they they renamed their court at Cameron Coach K Court, and now you have Roy Williams Court. Do you guys call each other with congratulations in these settings, <laughs> or do you just sort of let it ride? Uh, a little bit of both. I think we let it ride, but at the same time, the first opportunity that uh, we see each other, uh, we say congratulations. And in fact, in uh, 2017, uh, first time we saw each other after the national our, our national championship in Phoenix, we were on the road recruiting, and he said congratulations. I said it sort of reminded me of your 2010 squad that just sort of kept playing and kept winning, and uh, he thought that was a good. Uh, good example but no we have a good relationship uh, you know we don't uh, socialize he's got his family time and i've got my family time and other than work there's not a heck of a lot of time just to go socializing and uh, uh, i do enjoy playing golf and getting with my buddies trying to do some things like that but uh, i did get a note from the athletic director over there and, uh, uh, kevin white sent the note but uh, it's uh, doesn't mean anything as far as our relationship with me and my because it's very good one week ago today, we had as a guest on the David Glenn Show, let's just say a man who in 1978 was an All-American player for the Tar Heels as you became a first-time assistant coach under Dean Smith. He told us a story where the first week he met you as an assistant coach, and you were, what, 28 years old, I think, you literally tripped over yourself during a drill in front of all the players. Now, he says, now that you're all famous, he's not allowed to tell that story publicly anymore. Did they still give you a hard time over that? You had to be the Michael Corner, doesn't you? had to be one of those two. <laughs> Do you remember that? the only two that saw it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was, uh, but it was not quite as simple as it. There was a steal. I'm refereeing the scrimmage because, you know, for the first 400 practices in North Carolina, I never said a word. I just officiated, but uh, I was afraid to say anything, afraid to say anything wrong. But uh, there was a steal, and we were going one direction. All of a sudden, the turnover, and I'm trying to get turned back around. And uh, Coach Smith used to get on somebody else about not helping me officiate because I would outrun the ball to one end and be underneath the basket, and then I'd outrun the ball to the other end and be under the basket down there, too. But uh, that time, couldn't get those young legs <laughs> turned around quick enough. And uh, I hit the floor gracefully and got up and got to the other end. And both uh, O'Corn and Dudley Bradley were just dying. So I know it had to be one of those guys. Well, as usual, you are correct, but I am prohibited from telling you for sure which of those two it was. Roy Williams <laughs> of UNC is joining us here on the David Glenn Show. Hey, uh, have you gotten to play much golf since we last chatted? And are you going to be watching a month from now? As Coach, I love March Madness, which you are personally a part of, of course, in many big ways. I believe the Ryder Cup has become one of the greatest competitions in all of sports america or otherwise i know you love to play that game i forget exactly how much you get to watch that game but what are your thoughts either about the summer that you just had or uh, looking forward to that in paris next month well I've, I've tried to play this time i went three years with all the surgeries and shoulder and knees and knee replacement and played so poorly that all my 
uh, buddies that I played with were sending limos to pick me up because they thought I was easy money. But uh, <laughs> I played a little better this summer and uh, just finished this week having a group of college coaches, NBA coaches, NBA front office people down in Pinehurst for a couple of days. And uh, first day played great with the leader in the clubhouse, and, and then I went south. But I love playing, but I love, and I mean with the capital L, I love watching Sunday at Augusta, and I love watching the Ryder Cup. And uh, uh, it's just the patriotism just jumps out at me. So if we're getting beat badly on Sunday afternoon, I sort of try to think of something else to do. But, uh, no, I love that competition, and it's one of the things that uh, I really will enjoy watching. And, and, gosh, I forget what year it was. I had my shoulder surgery probably 2010, something yeah, I guess it's like that, uh, uh, I ended up watching, uh, uh, I was going to speak to the Ryder Cup team, and uh, they had to postpone it. No, it was when I had the cancer scare. That's what it was when they cut the tumor off my kidney. I guess it was in 12, and uh, it was uh, uh, a very disheartening thing because I was going to get the chance to speak to the Ryder Cup team and had to call and tell them that I could tell David Love that I couldn't come. And uh, I wanted to be there, and I sat there and watched every shot uh, and Davis did everything right, but at the end, the Europeans made more putts down the stretch. But I love it too, David. UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us on the David Glenn Show. It is Roy Williams Court in Chapel Hill as of about a week ago at this time. It's funny, Coach. This will not surprise you. I think I've told you in the past. I first interviewed your mentor, Coach Smith, in 1987. Here we are chatting in 2018. And I hear so many themes in your voice that I heard in his voice way back when. You'll, you'll remember this. He used to say when I would ask him about the Smith Center uh, or a big game or something, you know, David, there are a billion Chinese who don't care about what that building is named or whether Duke beats Carolina or vice versa. And that's always stuck in my head, you know, 30 years later. He had to be talked into letting them put his name on the building. He's like one of the most – he was one of the most humble, great men that I've ever encountered, and you have a lot in common with him. How did they talk you into Roy Williams' court? It must have been something similar to how they approached Coach Smith after he said no, what, a hundred times? Well, I was one of the guys that was always talking. Right. <laughs> so I do remember that very vividly. And uh, the only way we did it for him is get him to say that he stood for all the players. Yes. You know, you couldn't put out there Ford, Jordan, Worthy, McAdoo, <laughs> Hansbro. You couldn't name all the players on the outside of the building. And the one thing that I've tried to always remember is that one of his great lines is that I've never in my life called it the Dean Dome. Hmm. I've always called it the Smith Center. And the reason I did that is because he said one time, you know, he said, I wish they wouldn't call it the Dean Dome. I do have hair. I put up with all the jokes about my big nose all the time. And so I've never referred to it as a Dean Dome my entire life and never will. But uh, that one was, I guess he shows Coach had more power. They didn't come and ask me. They said that's what they were doing. And I said, this is, you know, right, does that mean you think I'm going to uh, die tomorrow, fire me or something like that? But uh, we did have to talk Coach Smith into it, but I didn't have much choice. They just told me they were going to do that. And uh, it was the kind of thing that I sat there for a few minutes. And, and my first thought, I swear to goodness, my first thought was, would Coach Smith approve? And at the same time, I adopted his stance that when I did say okay and, and I had my little talk, I thanked my players and told them it was for them and my family. And those are the two groups that I wanted to feel good about it. And, and David, I'll tell you, when they 
when they took my little grandsons out there on the court to pull the covers off, and you see that uh, that was about as emotional as I've ever been in my life. And thankfully, they gave me a few more minutes before I had to go up. Uh-huh. And but uh, it would have been it. <laughs> no, it, I started to say it would have been difficult. It would have been impossible for me to say anything at that moment. It's no fun when you feel like you're about to turn into a puddle. Whether you're giving a yeah. best man speech at a wedding reception, or in your case, getting another of the great honors of your life, Roy Williams of UNC is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Another thing you and Coach Smith have had in common is that you've always believed you can be insanely, intensely competitive in the sport of basketball, while also reminding, remembering that life is even bigger than basketball. This is the only heavy question I have for you, Coach. How have you approached the whole silent Sam issue with your your modern day Tar Heels? Because uh, I remember a famous photo of Sam Perkins and Michael Jordan, African American young men, obviously in front of Silent Sam, and yet the conversation surrounding that statue in 2018 is dramatically different than it was when I came along back in the 80s or when you came uh, along earlier than that. Yeah, it's much different, you know, and uh, and even talking about playing basketball games. I tell my guys all the time for the next two and a half hours what we're doing out here on the court is the most important thing in the scope of what's going on in the world. It's not very important at all, but for us yeah. in this next two and a half hours, it's extremely important. And about Silas Sam, it's, it's a very difficult thing because there's uh, uh, two different sides to it. One that uh, I lean more towards, but I try to keep my own opinions uh, private, but uh, I did not like what happened because I don't think we should have a mob mentality and, and resort to that kind of thing. And people have very strong opinions, and it's something that's uh, hard to talk about. When I came to North Carolina as a student, I heard about Silent Sam. didn't even know it was a statue of a Confederate soldier. And in fact, maybe it shows how focused I am or not, not obvious either. I don't know which way to describe it. Until all this stuff started coming out uh, about the protest about Silas, that was the first time that I ever knew that it was a Confederate soldier. And, you know, we have things in history that are bad, but we still need to understand the bad moments in history. But yet there's also a side that you can't just think that, that uh, you're going to allow that to be honored. And so it's a it's a difficult spot. And, again, I have my own view and, and really think by a long journey strongly, but I don't think I'm in a position to Roy Williams is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Coach, it sounds like you're between like the ninth or tenth holes, so I'm not sure when you tilt your phone a little bit, we hear, your, we hear you better, and when you tilt it a little bit, we don't hear you as well. So I just wanted you to know that we were getting that on this end. Uh, I know right, you, this, you. This better, right? Oh, here. that's good. That's good. Uh, right, I, I'll be honest. Uh, it's Labor Day weekend. I'm at Wrightsville Beach uh, sitting on the porch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, let's be, so let's be honest. I, I, really I get it. Right now. I, that's my, hey, Coach, I got married in Wrightsville Beach and engaged in Wrightsville Beach. So if I could, I, I would be uh, raising a glass with you in Wrightsville Beach as we speak. So I, I, you get the extra effort award for joining us from the beach. Trust me on that. <laughs> by, by the All way, right, we have a listener named Jake who's from Wrightsville Beach who said he almost hit you with his car while you were jogging recently, and he wants to apologize over the air. <laughs> so I don't know if you had any recent scares, but Jake says he's sorry. Especially, especially when he says I was jogging because that was 
several years ago. He might have hit me when I almost stepped out on the street without All right. attention or something, but I'm okay. All right, he's okay. Roy Williams joining us from the beach on the David Glenn Show. Your colleague, Larry Fedora, whom I've seen you support uh, through all sorts of things, has a football game tomorrow. I mean, I know you and your team have been to the Bahamas. Your season is not too, too far away. Uh, what are your thoughts about Coach Fedora's challenge? It just seems like it's been a crazy time for him lately with his CETE comments at the kickoff event and three and nine last year and then the shoe scandal. Uh, I know you're not calling plays for him, but uh, he seems to have had a great back-and-forth relationship with you during your time together at Carolina. Well, I, I really do enjoy him and really think he's a big-time football coach. The CTE comments, you know, they may, they may have gone a little too far there, but I know deep in his heart what he was trying to say. And, uh, you know, that was not a good day for him. The shoe thing was not a good day for him. The three and nine was not a good day for him. But, you know, adversity makes us all stronger, and I'm hoping and feeling that uh, our staff and our kids are really feeling that chip on their shoulder. I think uh, somebody said, you know, we're a seven or eight, nine-point underdog, but uh, college athletics, you can win. And so um, the only thing it's ma- I'm mad about is i got a paper this morning to see what channel the game was going to be on <laughs> so I can watch it tomorrow and haven't figured that out yet. So I have to call Kirsch and see when, uh, you know, so I know what time it is to see what station I can watch it on. But Larry is, uh, again, he's a great person and a big-time football coach. And he needs to get a few breaks. And I can remember a great year in North Carolina basketball history, 1978-79 season. We won five games where the other team had the last shot to win the game. And they missed all five times. Wow. At the end of that season, I told Coach Smith, I said, that's great coaching, big fella. (laughs) And that's the kind of year that Larry uh, needs to have. He needs to get some breaks and stay healthy. But – Uh, I will watch every snap tomorrow if I can find it on TV. My sense, Coach, is that you, and you correct me if you think this is inaccurate, it feels like you get closer to your current players than Coach Smith used to sometimes say that he felt closer to the players after they left Carolina, even though he Mm -hmm. felt like he had obviously close, meaningful relationships while they played for him. I just think of Theo Pinson making you laugh every day, and he's he's moved (laughs) on. And Joel Berry seemed to have a fabric that I know you don't pick favorites as with children or grandchildren, but but he just seemed to hit the sweet spot in so many of the right ways representing your school and your program. And now neither of those guys is around you. I mean, how are you handling that as a guy who does seem to get very close to your players? Well, I think the players are more concerned about it than I am because Theo had a way of uh, uh, snuffing out the flame when it started rising up in my body (laughs) and saying something cool or saying something something silly but the players probably trying to figure out who can calm me down like uh, like Theo did but uh, I love those two guys like my own sons uh, they were tremendous for our uh, program for our school what they did they both graduated they stayed all four years they set an example they uh, didn't cause any problems they did things the right way and I'm hopeful with the Lakers and the Nets that they'll be able to uh, be NBA players but they left a gap that is just not just a hole it's a gap and the freshmen coming in are taking their places. But it's hard to take the place of someone as experienced as those two guys were and that could handle so many things and make sure the locker room stayed in really good uh, good position. But with Cam Johnson, Kenny Williams, and Luke May taking over that role, the freshmen, they need to just go out and play basketball. And our freshmen are really gifted, and uh, whether or not they can uh, uh, be Theo and Joel or not remains to be seen. But they're going 
some help from those other guys too. Your fans are exuberant, I think is the right word, over freshman point guard Kobe White and freshman forward or wingman Nasir Little. Uh, do you have to be careful with your public comments, uh, even if you were excited by what you saw in the Bahamas? No, I don't think so. I mean, and, and I'll, I'll throw Leakey in there too, Rayshon Leakey Black. All three of our freshmen are very gifted. Now they've got to be able to do it when the lights are turned on and they're very, very bright lights. And they have to be able to do it when the other team is just as gifted. Uh, but I'm very, very positive about all three of those guys. I think they're going to be big time players for us, and uh, they're going to make Roy Williams a better coach. And I like that part too. Last thing for you, Coach, and thanks again. Extra effort award from Wrightsville Beach. Roy Williams is joining us. If you reflect back to just a week ago, uh, it felt like there were five or six different decades worth of Carolina coaches and players represented is there a, a meaning that you take away is there a moment you take away there were there people that you didn't expect to see and then did end up seeing uh what else can you share about i know it's not the most important thing in the history of your career but it just seemed like a pretty cool milestone for you well it was it was very, pretty cool it was a great way to put it uh, i always think that was really a neat deal and and a couple of people asked me about the statement where i said Looking back, I think we've done okay, and and I really do believe that. And it's so I said, Coach, okay, and I said, Yeah, that's exactly the way I'm going to put it. But uh, <laughs> I want I want to do more. But when we had Lenny Rosenbluth and, and Joe Quigg and guys like that talking to Kenny Williams and Luke May, yeah, and guys, that's the people from the '57 team that are here getting ready to watch the 2018 team. That's pretty neat, and uh, uh, it was a wonderful two days. Uh, uh, and I was very blessed, and I've had those kind of players. I've been very blessed to have the family that I've had that allowed me to uh, do some things that uh, at times took more time than I really even wanted to get away from my family because I just didn't want to do that. But at times it's happened, and uh, the family's taking care of me the whole time, and the players have also. But uh, uh, seeing all those old-timers, we had a golf tournament on Friday, and in one group, were four guys over 80 playing golf. Wow. And uh, I was hitting a tee shot for uh, every group that came in. 27 groups went by. And thank goodness I hit a tee shot on uh, that hold on that where four guys over 80 came by. <laughs> thank goodness none of those guys out drove my ball because it would have been really, I don't know if my ego could have handled that. But uh, it was a great, great time. I love it. Roy Williams of UNC, he, he now has the court named after him, Roy Williams Court at the Smith Center in Chapel Hill. He is a three-time national champion and a true Hall of Famer. As always, Coach, thank you for the time on the David Glenn Show. We'll catch up with you again at Operation Basketball or a little closer to the season. Okay, David. Everybody have a great uh, holiday weekend and travel safely. Right back at you. Roy Williams, live from Wrightsville Beach.